Hey, what is happening everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm your host Lucky and today we're going to be talking about all things anime as usual. Uh, so I started watching Den No Coil. By the way, I think I, I ended up uh, spelling it la uh, wrong last time when I ended up uh, telling you guys what it was. It's uh, Den No... Uh, I think, at least from what I remember, it was D-E-N-N-O-H, not N-O-U. Uh, anyway, I watched the first uh, episode yesterday, and um, wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad, actually. Um, so I, I think next week I will go ahead and maybe like choose a movie or something like that. There's a bunch of there's a couple of anime movies that just came out on Netflix, so uh, that, you know, stay tuned for for future notice on that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get straight into the anime subreddit. Uh, so yeah, anyway, we'll be talking about uh, episodes 1 through 13 real quick. Just wanted to make that very, very clear to everybody uh, out there. So anyway, uh, what was the... Oh, wait, I ended up choosing the wrong poster. Uh, so this first question says, what's the anime that changed you the most? How did it change you? And this person says, a silent voice made me more kind, for example. Um man you know that that's cool i the thing about it i think just every anime has a, a different impact on me uh obviously i've talked ad nauseum about berserk so maybe i'll choose something else you know naruto really did do a lot for changing the way that i looked at good and evil um I remembered when we first talked about Adolf Hitler, and not actually that wasn't the first time. It, it, it was multiple times, but I, I want to say this maybe like third time I heard it in a history class. And I just been introduced to Pain in Naruto Shippuden, and I started. It was almost like I couldn't look at Hitler the same way again. And I don't mean like I, I, you know, it's like it's not that he was a good guy, or it's not that he, you know. It's like, oh, it's everything's justified now. It was, it was like I looked at him and I started thinking to myself, what, what does it take to make a man go there? Just like what made Pain do what he did, which she explains, right? And what, what can I do to not continue this cycle of pain slash hatred? You know, all that kind of stuff. So. You know, when when I watched Naruto, it, now granted, it's not all aspects of Naruto. It's, it, in particular, it's the Pain Saga. That's that's why it is my favorite arc. Um, but yeah, it really it really had a really emotional impact on me to the point where I just I it was almost like this this line between good and evil was blurred a lot more than it had before. Because you know, I I I grew up with uh, with Joker and Batman. Probably, probably like the the textbook book example of of this conundrum, uh, but when I started, you know, when pain ended up being introduced, it really threw a wrench in in everything that I knew. I think that's really what what anime does so well is it, it ends up bringing you this new way of thinking that can challenge you the way that you think. Now, I'm not saying it's always correct, right? It's not always going to be, uh, you know, when you actually put it into practice, it's not always going to be like you know, uh, on the ball or anything like that, or it's not going to be always applicable or anything like that. But, you know, ultimately it was just such a, it was such a shock to the system for me that I, and I really needed that. Cause you know, the thing is we tend to, to vilify everybody out there, even people that, that disagree with us to a certain degree. But the problem is, you know, you're only one bad day from becoming that, which you, that, which you loathe. 
which if you remember when Pain was facing Naruto, one of the things that Naruto mentioned, like one of the things that happens to Naruto is he just straight up has an outburst and says, I'm going to kill you and then I'm going to bring peace to the ninja world. Like a main character saying that is is 100% cruel. Uh, sorry, a shonen protagonist saying that is, is absolutely like gnarly. So anyway, uh, yeah. So, so for, for Naruto, it, it would be one. Um, God, man. You know, I want to say, I want to say, uh, hmm. I was gonna say, I, I, I wanted to say like Grave of the Grave of the Fireflies or something like that, just because it was it, it was one of those those things where you know I, I grew up with siblings, and so when when I saw, and I never had a, I, I always wanted a younger sibling, um, and technically I do. It's very very complicated. I don't want to get into it right now, um, but you know, seeing something like that, it really made you feel what war. See, because the thing is, it wasn't like Call of Duty War, right? And by the way, no, no, no shade on Call of Duty, but it wasn't like Call of Duty War where you know it, you're you're in the thick of things. And by the way, that is brutal. But you get to see the after effects of war. You get to see the the side effects, the the things that sometimes we don't like to look at, right? We look at the big explosions and we look at the the death on the battlefield, which is very horrific. And I don't want to take anything away from that. But then when you see what happens on the side, you know, to the kids and to the uh, innocent bystanders, it's rough, man. It's really rough. I think, uh, man, I think another one would be, hmm, hmm, that's a good one. Maybe Mobile Suit Gundam. I mean, granted, I didn't watch the anime till a lot later in life, but uh, I've always played the video games and stuff. And I, I think that Mobile Suit Gundam had a really big impact on me in the sense of, you know, because the, here are these kids being sent out to, to die, right? Um, I mean, to, to battle, but, you know, to die. Um, and just because there was nobody else that, that was doing the same things that they were doing. And you really saw throughout the series Amuro's stress level. Amuro, the main character of the of, of the, the show. Um, you saw his stress level just go through the roof. There's I just remember this one scene where he's... Uh, sitting in bed and uh, he has like white eyes and stuff like he, he's literally having flashbacks kind of like PTSD to a certain degree of uh, you know a, a comrade that died the previous or two two episodes before and like all this kind of stuff and in you know he's just sitting there during a lightning storm and he can't sleep uh, so yeah that was probably that was really that was a really incredible depiction to me of uh of war in in a different sense right because you know it's gigantic robots and stuff and even though it seems even though it it seems so far from what we you know how we wage war now it's not as different it's not so different in the consequences of it um kids get drawn in you know in, in a sense it's almost like the draft right um and yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. Actually, it, it kind of did throw me off when I was uh, when I was eighteen, and I had to sign up for the draft. Like I was like, "Wow, that's really crazy." I didn't I didn't think about this. I might hopefully I'm not I don't end up like Amaro one day. Um, let me see. Is there, I, I'm trying. To, I feel like there's just so many, man. Um, gosh, you know, I I feel like uh, your line April really had a big big hit on me just because. God, I could, I just keep going with this, man. I, could, I I'll, I'll just talk about your line April. And I'll, I'll go, we'll go into the next post, but your line April had a really big impact on me in the sense that I'll, I'll try not to spoil anything, but just in the sense that I, I felt like I wasn't doing what I and I, I just felt like I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. I was doing what I what I 
should be doing, but I wasn't doing what I wanted to be doing. And, you know, seeing, uh, oh God, um, trying to remember this fool's name. Um, God, I, I know some, I know it's, uh, like a really generic ass name too. Uh, what, what is your name? Your Lion April guy. Um, what's your, what's your name? Uh, anyway, why look up his name? Uh, Kose. Um, so while Kose is, you know, traumatized by what has happened in his past and he can't pick up music anymore. Uh, you know, I, I find that a lot of us have those, you know, especially if you're, if you're in an artistic field, you have those struggles where you, you, you have it's almost like a writer's block right you have these times where you can't you don't think you you can go forward you've almost given up on everything and it, sometimes it takes a force of nature to 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 move you and in that case it was uh Cowdy. so anyway um i won't go too much into that or else i'll get into some spoilers here but anyway let's go over to the next uh post over here uh what are your favorite filler arcs and why um and this person says, mine is Gate in One Piece. I don't think I watched that one. Um, the thing is, I haven't watched a whole lot of filler arcs. And if I did, I don't remember exactly what they were. My, But mine in particular would be um, the, uh, the Bounce arc from... Uh, oh God, uh, from uh, Bleach. Uh, that one was really good. Uh, I got, I gotta keep looking up if that's, uh, is the Bount arc filler. Cause I, I remember hearing that it was filler. I don't remember, uh, one of the worst filler. Wow. The Bount arc, according to most fans, one of Bleach's worst fillers, although this arc may not be canon to the main series, it has some good qualities a fan can enjoy. Okay. Anyway, um, so I really like the Bount arc. I I didn't actually get the filler vibes until maybe oh I want to say like halfway through. I started realizing like wait a minute, this is a filler, isn't it? And you know the the thing was it actually got gave some uh, some of the side characters uh some 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 love. God, what was what, what's his fool's name? Wabiski? Oh no, that's his that's his uh. Zombacto, I forgot what his actual name was. Um, but Bleach, so the problem with Bleach, and the great thing about Bleach, is that its fillers were very daring, but they 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 sometimes missed the mark. Um, an example would be, I remember there was this one uh, arc where they got a new, um, God, what was it? They got a new uh, um, captain to replace somebody, and... He ends up he hands this he has this power to like copy people so he can like copy anybody's Zanpakuto. No, I'm sorry. He has like a mirror thing so if you attack him, he can attack he can just do the same thing to you. And I was like that's really like that's too OP. Like you can't have that kind of power, man. It's too OP. Um to the point where he was able, even able to like uh throw back uh, Captain Yamamoto's uh flame one which is supposed to be like the strongest Zanpakuto. But anyway, uh and somebody, somebody here has mentioned the uh, Zambakuto Spirit Arc. That one was actually not too bad. I see the thing about it was it gave the the spirits of the blades uh, personality. Um, and you know, I, so, you know, one of the the most interesting one was okay. I'm not gonna remember any of these captains' names, but you know, the guy with the the flowery, um, the flowery kimono. 
and he uh, he he has the uh, okay. I'm trying to think if I want to spoil this. Okay, so he has the Zombacto where he plays games with people. You know, like uh, he you have to scream a color, and that color is what you'll hit. That kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, dude. Oh my god, that um that one was pretty interesting. It, it definitely, uh, dude. Seeing uh, Zenbon Zakura as as a like a, as a samurai was so awesome. Uh, God, oh man, that was that was so good. Um, I don't, I don't remember. Let me see. Is there any good Naruto fillers that I remember off the top of my head? Um, man, I don't remember. Oh, you know what's interesting? I think I remember this in Dragon Ball Z, but I don't. I don't know. Okay, this is gonna sound weird, but I feel like I might be like, um. What is it? I think I might be a Mandela affecting myself, but I'm not sure. So let me know if this is right or wrong. But there was this episode in Dragon Ball Z, and it's right between um, the Cell games, like the start of the Cell games, and right after... Sorry, I think it's right when Cell announces the Cell games, and then right at, right before the Cell games. And there's a filler in there where there's like this western town or something like that, and Cell is like doing stuff, and it, it's it was really weird. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I just remember watching it multiple times, even though I can't remember it, which is funny enough. Um, but it was a really uh, it was really interesting. Um, in Dra- Dragon Ball Z. Uh, so, oh my god, I, I don't remember this freaking... I swear to you that there was a filler in here. Uh, the other only other thing I could think of is... Do you guys remember that guy that looked like Piccolo? He's not... He, his name's like Piper or something like that, I think his name was. Um, but he was this guy that uh, looked a lot like Piccolo. And gosh, what, what was it? Uh, what the heck was it about, man? It, it was strange. Like, Goku ended up facing him... And I actually liked his his look, dude. His his look was actually not too bad, even though I mean, granted, like I said, he was a little bit of a, uh, even though he was like a little bit of a, uh, of a different looking dude. Gosh, dude, I wish I could freaking um, wish I could figure out his name, dude. I'm like, I'm seriously like really into it. I'm just, I'm super mad that I can't remember any of this stuff. Anyway, um, oh, the, dude, there's a category for filler characters on the Dragon Ball Wiki. Oh, yeah, Pecon, Pecon, there you go. I think Goku has to fight him in a tournament. I want to say it's after he died um, once. Oh, also Cooler. Cooler is a good good uh, filler rocker, although I, I feel like that would be more of like a movie. So, And also, is it filler? Because technically he's, he's Frieza's brother, and I don't know, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, Pecon was such a, it was an interesting fight. I, I kind of gave me, cause I actually missed the days when Piccolo was a, a okay. I don't want to say when Piccolo was a villain, but when he had a little bit more edge to him and I feel like Pecon was like a really interesting version of him. Now I can't remember anything that happened with Pecon, so I'm not going to like, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and lie to you guys and be like, oh yeah, this is my favorite part. You know, <laughs> I have no freaking clue. Um, anyway, why don't we go to the yeah okay let's this might be the last post that we do here uh philosophical movies for philosophy class hey in my philosophy class we are going to watch some movies about morality and ethics and i am looking for some anime movies like ghost in the shell and princess mononoke p.s sorry my, if my english is kind of bad it's not my native language 
Now, I feel like I could just put that on anything, and people would just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And there's like a bunch of freaking uh, what do you what do you what do you call it? Uh, there's a bunch of freaking like typos everywhere. Like, oh no no no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, you know, for me, okay, I haven't watched all that many ethical movie or sorry, um, uh, philosophical movies in in a sense. Spirited Away would be a, an interesting one. Um, it's just been a while since I watched it, so I'm trying to remember like the main plot and if it had a lot of phil- philosophical significance. I I don't. Hmm. Because it's the it's kind of this idea of this girl being you know well spirited away to another another world, but it 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 almost marks the journey of growing up to me. Like that's what it marked for me. Because, and I think that's kind of like the moment that we we each have in our life where they like you know that mo- that moment where you realize you're growing up and you realize that you don't it's it's almost like you're shedding your innocence to to a certain degree um i'm not saying that's a bad thing but there is there are those moments in time that you clearly can tell that you're shedding your skin that you're shed, like like you know like a like a, a snake or something like that or anything like that they shed their old skin and now they have new fresh new skin and all that stuff and, and you're shedding the past to a certain degree and I felt like that was a little bit of what um, what I saw in Spirited Away. And so that could be something that's kind of cool. Uh, granted, you're talking more about, I think this, so this person was talking about a little bit more about ethics um, and morality and stuff. So I don't know if that one would be the greatest. Um, there's Paprika, which is a freaking mind, mind fuck, dude. That is a crazy anime. Um, that one is... Hmm. Gosh, you know, I'm trying to really trying to think about like moral ambiguity. Like if he if he would have said, um, "Hey, is there a an anime?" I would totally be like, "Oh yeah, this anime, that anime." But uh, but yeah, I, in terms of like a- anime movies, I haven't seen enough anime movies to the point where um, you could have those. Because you know, in my ethics, uh, I was I was a philosophy major by the way, and so in my ethics, uh, no, what what do we have? I think. What was moral moral philosophy was what what the class was and we watched uh watchmen that was a really good movie by the way um but we ended up watching that and it was such a good like that that teacher was brilliant for bringing that bringing that up to us um yeah in terms of other movies with that kind of i mean because you can take you can take the philosophy either way because you know it, it, the thing about uh the thing about like morals and ethics is it there, there's always the argument between uh, uh, what is it called? I um, uh, can't remember the name of any of this stuff. Moral subjectivism. I, I, I want to say it's a cultural something or other, but like basically the idea that each culture has their own set of morals, and you know whether or not one culture should be able to judge the other ones on those morals, that kind of stuff. An example would be Sharia law. Like, uh, like should we have any say? on like you know how that is and all that kind of stuff um but yeah i think that uh i think there's so many anime i'm I'm sure there are um you know one might be uh you know you could probably put on like a netflix one i just don't know which movies are on netflix right now but uh yeah when i watched uh i want to eat your pancreas like that was an interesting 
that was an interesting anime because it, it made me think about okay actually no i can't spoil the ending for that uh what, what else can i talk about in the sense of how i i want to how i want you how I, I want to eat your pancreas um I don't know. That one was just a really good movie. <laughs> I think I'm just I think I'm just talking about really good movies. And the problem is, like, I would obviously talk about like Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, that one would be, dude. Can you imagine if you went to a philosophy class and they showed you all of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, bro? That would be so fucking tight, man. That would be so tight. Oh wow, man. Oh god, I gotta yeah sign up for that class dude man that's that's awesome that's i think that's the greatest thing about like about philosophy is it's so subjective sometimes that you can just do whatever the heck you want and it, when you're trying to show that stuff um oh man um i wonder if any uh, you know what i don't so, since i've watched house moving castle i guess there's some aspect to it the, the problem is like when i was talking about um Oh yeah, when I, when I was when I was talking a little bit earlier, right, and I was kind of analyzing the the anime movie, or Spirited Away, the problem with that was, was that I, uh, you know, that's much more of a liter literary like uh, approach to things, whereas a philosophical approach or more moral uh, and ethical approach would be, you know, to to actually look at the moral and ethics. <laughs> in other words, I kind of went off on tangent, but uh, Paprika might be an interesting one for your class. It's definitely, you know, that was the first, that was the first like inception before inception, but it does ask a couple of different things and it does go a little bit into the psyche. That also might be an interesting idea for a philosophy, or not a philo uh, psychology class, but yeah, I don't know. Um, that, that would be interesting though, but man, dude, actually let's change this question around. What, what anime would you show in a philosophy class? That would be a pretty, that would be pretty good, dude. I'd be, I'd be into that. Um, Gosh, there's so. I mean, obviously, we just said Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, gosh, if I could, if I could, if I could have a semester to catch everybody up on Naruto all the way up to the pain arc, that would be wonderful. Um, but you know what I do? I'd probably like if I, you know, if that ever happened to me in like an alternate universe where I become a philosophy teacher, I would show them certain, um, you know, certain like anime parts that, that you can use without context. And, you know, maybe I can just fill in the context and just show them like that pain scene or anything like that and have them just look at it and, 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 you know, argue or, you know, have a, have a nice debate <laughs> uh, about the, about whether or not, you know, some of these things are, you know, like I was talking about earlier with pain, like is evil subjective. Right. Uh, and I think that's, I think that's uh, what I love about anime so much. Like me and Michael and Johnny can all look at an anime and have completely different views on it, but that's okay because it's an art form. And I think having that freedom of expression to uh, look at something and, you know, possibly be wrong, but you know, it doesn't have any major consequences, I think is good. I think it's good for people. And I think that's how we learn and we grow as a culture. So what I'm trying to say is put anime in all the schools, anime classes in uh, in uh, elementary school, middle middle school, kindergarten. Heck, why don't we just just put anime on TV in the monitors when the babies babies get born? That way they can be imprinted on they can imprint onto anime. Anyway, guys, uh, once again we're gonna watch Deno or we're gonna talk about Deno Coil episodes one through thirteen on Saturday. Remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S. 
real r e a l at gmail.com. So I'm going to be watching this movie uh, Bell B E L L E to uh, today, and I'm going to do like a, a I'll try and be as uh, was it as like you know non spoilery as possible tomorrow. Just give you my general thoughts, and then we'll go back into the uh, anime subreddit. So anyway, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.